All right, let's look at Genesis 28 here. Genesis 28. Let's have some reminders. Genesis 28. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It might be useful if you're not speaking to my mute your mic, so it's not, not studying interference. Hallelujah. <clears throat> it says in verse 15, Genesis 28, Genesis 28. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. God forevermore. It says here in Genesis 28, if we read there from verse 15, we read verse 15, and behold, I am with you, and will keep watch over you, and take with care, take notice of you, wherever you may go. And I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done all of which I have told you. The Lord will not leave us until it brings to pass all that he has told us. Amen. All right. Jeremiah 32 and verse 40. Jeremiah 32 and verse 40. I am trying to remind us of the one we are dealing with. The Lord our God. He says here. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will not turn away from following them to do them good. I will put my reverential fear in their hearts. So that they will not depart from me. Hallelujah. Verse 42 says. For thus says the Lord. I will read it this way. As I have permitted all the evil, uh, all the great evil upon this people, so I will bring upon them all the good that I have promised them. You see that God says he will bring all the good, bring to pass all the good he has promised us. Amen. So we are dealing with a covenant keeping God. He said, I will not leave you until I bring to pass that which I have spoken to you. He will not leave us until he brings to pass that which he has spoken to us. And so that is why I say that when we have the word, we don't let go of the word. Amen. So I will take us again uh, back to uh, Jeremiah 33. And, um, and from verse 6. From verse 6, I'm reading the message. Now I'm going to go to the Amplified. But now take, take another look. I'm going to give the city a thorough renovation. Walking a true healing inside and out. I'm going to show them life whole, life bringing with blessings. I'll restore everything that was lost to Judah and Jerusalem. I'll build everything back as good as new. I'll build everything back as good as new. It goes on to say, I'll scrub them clean from the dead they've done against me. I'll forgive everything they've done wrong. Forgive all their rebellions. And Jerusalem will be a center of joy and praise and glory for all the countries on earth. They will get reports on all the good I'm doing to, for her. They will be in awe of the blessings I'm pouring on her. Amen. All right, where he says, Jerusalem, Judah, and all that, just put yourself in there. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Angela, abundance is coming to you. I said abundance is coming to you. 
Right, I'm going to read the, the Amplified mm -hmm. Bible, verse 6. Behold, I lay upon you, upon it, I, I, say, I, 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 say, I lay upon it, but I'm going to say, I lay upon you health and healing, and I will cure, and I will cure them and, will, and, and reveal to them the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, and truth. I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to be reversed, and I will rebuild them as they were at first. I will rebuild them as they were at first, and I will cleanse them from all the guilt and iniquity by which they have sinned against me, and I will forgive all their guilt and iniquities by which they have sinned and rebelled against me. You see, this is God speaking to us. Yes, we have been redeemed, we are cleansed. And God is saying, listen, and I'm going to look at this verse 6 from a different angle, a slightly different angle today. It says, I lay upon you health and healing. This is God talking to us. He said, I'll lay upon you health and healing, and I'll cure you and reveal to you the abundance of peace and truth. The Lord says, He lays upon us abundance, He lays upon us health and healing. Say with me, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. You have laid upon me health, health and healing. And you have cured me. And you have and revealed unto me the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, and truth. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, I have reversed your captivity and build you, build you as and rebuild you as you were at first. You know what? I take you back to where you were before the enemy attacked you. Before the enemy attacked your body. This is God speaking to us. This is not the words of a man. And for them, then it was fulfilled. Now we are the ones reading it now. We are the ones reading, not them, but us. He says, I lay upon you. He said, I put upon you health and healing. Now, that word is conditioned on the one who spoke it, God himself. The only thing that we have to do is to say amen to it. Is to say amen. That means I believe. Amen. I believe. I receive that which you're saying to me. Because when I say amen, he says, I receive. I receive. He said, I lay upon you. God is saying, he's talking to you. He said, I lay upon you. He's laying upon us health and healing. Amen. He says, listen, I know you have been perfected. I know you have been harangued. I know you have been attacked. I know you've been bruised and battered. But this night, I am saying to you, I lay upon you health and healing. Amen. And he didn't stop there. He said, I cure you. I do what I cure you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, he said, listen, 
I'm making sure that I reveal to you the abundance of peace. In fact, the uh, Roman uh, Christian Bible says, I'm, I, I, you experience abundance of peace and truth. He says, so I say it this way, thank you for reveal, revealing to me and making me to experience abundance of, of, of peace, abundance of prosperity, wholeness, stability, security, and truth. You see, not only is he, is he revealed to us, but he wants us to experience it. He wants us to experience it. Pastor, this is, this is a question I have, if I can. Uh, it's Pamela. Um, so I, so I personally, I trust and believe in every bit of this. Um, but I have, um, uh, your, your wife has prayed over Vanessa and, um, you know, the cancer is gone from the colon up into the stomach, and she is a very, very strong believer. So could you address, um, it's not doubt, it's just, I'm guessing this is not God's timing for any kind of healing if things keep going uh, from bad to worse. And she's not lost faith, and we've talked about it. She's going to try immunotherapy and infusion and and all kinds of stuff. Um, but she's dealing with a lot of health issues. So I wondered, you know, and I do believe that by his stripes, we are healed. I'm not doubting that. I know she doesn't doubt that. But I wondered if you could address people who are still struggling um, and don't see the re restoration of health. And I know it, it, he's going to make that decision. He is the great physician. Well, the thing is, is that he's a remedy decision. The decision was made at Calvary when Jesus said, it is finished. It's a perfect tense, as you know. It was finished then, it's still taking effect today. It was finished then and still taking effect today. And uh, the question then becomes, okay, um, what's going on? may not have all the answers. But one thing I do know is that when things like this come, the diseases like this come, fear comes with it. When fear is not dealt with, the enemy still has an opening. The first thing is to deal with fear. Because the symptoms and all that diagnosis, Satan says, boy, you know, you have a few days to leave. Or you're not going to make it. Now, I've known that, you know, if fear is not dealt with, we can't get across to see the word work. Because fear is of the devil. Uh, you know, can you hear me statement that he says, when fear comes in, faith is paralyzed. Of, and I wonder that you what paralyzed. Fear doesn't operate. But when fear is out of the door, fear of faith begins to operate. Because, you see, the word works. The word works. And God already settled this matter of when healing will take place. It's already been settled. He says, himself, Jesus, bore our infirmities and weaknesses. In a kingdom, and he bore our sicknesses. In fact, Isaiah says, he, he has borne our diseases. He has borne them. And so then, <clears throat> uh, 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 you know, it is, it is dealing with this fear 
And part of dealing with this fear, in the first is take authority of the spirit of fear. And then number two, begin to declare scriptures that speak against fear. Things like God has not given the spirit of fear, but out of power and of love and a sound mind. Alright? And you begin to speak what the word says about your situation. You know, the enemies, you know, because of all the torment and all that, and then you say, Shalom. I speak peace over myself. Now, when you say, I speak peace over myself, in God's economy, peace means wholeness. Soundness of body. In other words, where there was no order, I'm bringing order. So, <clears throat> and then, of course, I have to be expectant. You have to be expectant because the enemy is staring you in the face with everything that you're facing. And all he wants is for you to be so fixated on that and then, you know, without you saying it, you are, you are doubting whether the word is going to produce because of what you're seeing. But when you, when, you, when, you, when you look into the perfect law of liberty and say, this is what the Lord says about me. And then the other thing is, is that, okay, we say by stripes I'm healed. You may get familiar with that scripture. When you get familiar with a scripture, the power is no longer there for you. It's not that the scripture is not powerful, but because of familiarity, you are not releasing faith with it. And so the Lord will help you, move you to another scripture to help your faith get up so that you can now begin to operate in faith. I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, <clears throat> one day I woke up and the enemy attacked me. I see some, some, some uh, this thing, uh, bombs and, and, and I said, wait a minute, what's that? And I'm speaking, I took authority and, 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 and started confessing the word. And one day, one day, I think I just went to church. I don't know what the pastor said. I just mentioned a passage. It was just mentioned 1 John 3, 8. And the Holy Spirit quickened that to me. And I, I, I right there, I took my hand, I put on myself, and I, and I, I said, now, Jesus, the word says you are made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. Lord, I thank you for manifesting yourself in me right now and destroying every work of the enemy. And so I began to speak, and every time I began to speak that, annoying rise of angels inside of me, within days, all that stuff cleared up. All that stuff disappeared. And I can tell you, it did not look, it was scary. If I want to say, you know, but I say to myself, I have to believe this word because this is what has kept me alive. You see? So, <clears throat> It is not that God has a set time because set time was already set, you know, in Calvary, it's already been paid for. There are certain, and then, of course, finally, we have to have an expectation that I'm coming out of this. We have to have an expectation. You see, in Proverbs chapter 12, and I hope this will help us, you know, Holy Spirit will help me here. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 12, verse 21 says this, and I like the Amplified Bible. I, I, you know, it says, um, no actual evil. Yeah, amplify as the word actual. I like that because evil may come. He said, No actual evil, misfortune or calamity shall come upon the righteous. But the wicked shall be filled with evil, misfortune and calamity. What does that mean? Daniel was in a lion's den. That was evil. But evil did not have his way. Evil did not have its way, brother. He was in a lion's den. 
but the lion did not have Daniel. The, the uh, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the fiery furnace. The furnace did not have them. You see, evil came, but evil did not have them. Why? Because God says he is with us. To be, for God to be with us, it means he envelopes us with his glory. So that the enemy cannot have what he wanted. Because what Satan always seeks for is to what? To kill, to steal, to destroy. But when you say, Lord, this is what you said. Your word cannot return void. You said in your word that you sent your word and healed me and, 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 and redeemed my life from destruction. You sent your word and healed me. If, if that is in, in Jeremiah chapter, chapter, chapter 30 verse 17. It is past tense. You sent your word and healed me. And redeemed my life from destruction. That, you know, present day destruction. Not, not, not eternal life. No, it's present day destruction because Satan is coming to destroy. You sent your word and healed me. And redeemed my life from destruction. You see. So, <clears throat> number one, we got to deal with fear. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Number one, we have to deal with fear. All right? When we deal with fear, that then we are now set to allow faith to operate. Because when fear is not dealt with, so you, you restored me to health. And I think I, I joined two scripture. You restored me to health and heal my wounds. You have restored me to health. You see, and heal my wounds. You're not going to restore me. You know, you restore, you have restored me. You know, because when you read all these, uh, when you read the, the, the English translations, they make things look in the future and we never get there. I mean, we never get into the future. Tomorrow is tomorrow. You get there tomorrow, you get another tomorrow. So when are you going to arrive? You're still working in it tomorrow. But that's not the, 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 the way the Hebrew, literal Hebrew sounds. You know, if you read the young, he says, I increase out to you. And from your strokes, I do heal you. God has restored me to health. And he has healed my wounds. God has restored Vanessa to health. Your friend Vanessa to health and heal her wounds. Amen. Amen. Now, if you turn around and say, Vanessa, you will live or not die. You made that kind of bold statement. You let that God take over. You say, Vanessa, hear me. I, I said, Vanessa, you will live and not die. And glorify God in the land of living. Heaven records that statement. That you will live and not die. The devil said you're going to die tomorrow. No. He said you live and not die. Because the Bible says in Psalm 91, with long life I satisfy you and show you my salvation. It is not, it is not one opposing you. No. God says you live and not die. The devil says you die tomorrow. God says, no, you have not finished your assignment. No child of God, no child of God dies before finishing his assignment. Amen. I said, Vanessa lives. Amen. She lives Amen. and fulfills her assignment. She will, you have to tell her, you said, Vanessa, hear me. You will live and not die. I know. She's you got know. a big purpose and she is still serving it. And she's Yeah, you have to up. speak like that to her. You have to tell I know. her. I know. Vanessa, Thank you. I wrote everything down. Good. 
Again, to pray, take authority over fear and pray the spirit of power. Get some scriptures that quote all of that. You have, she has to be expectant, and so do I. Um, and then doubt will creep in otherwise. And I've written everything you've said. I think it's huge help. Thank you so much. Praise, praise God. Yeah, you tell her, look, you live and not die. You know, when somebody looking like going down the grave and then you come and tell the person you live, you know, that's a big, it's a big, it's a big shift. He said, maybe, no, no. I, you look at, look at dead in the face and say you live. Amen. She's like Mother Teresa. Honest to God. Amen. No family. No. She's ministering to everybody. She's an RN and a psych nurse. She just, she won't stop helping people. Yeah, she yeah, you, you literally go got a purpose you, that's you, keeping you her You go alive. there and tell her that. Now, let I me, will. Let me, I let will. Me, Thank just, you. Just, just a minute. Let me explain something to you. You know, yes, you know, when we were in Maryland, a mother came and um, the daughter had lupus. And, you know, we ministered. And then came on me and said, bring your hands. So she brought her hands and lay. I said, go there and lay on your, on your daughter. And she took one time, she laid her hands on her daughter and the, and the bones began to crackle and straighten out. Why? Because when we agree with God, things change. Amen. I said, Vanessa Amen. lives. Amen. I said, she will live and not die. Amen. And if you're listening to me, the enemy has been lying to you that you're going to die tomorrow. You're not dying. I said, you will live. Amen. We live and finish our assignment on earth. Amen. Because we have we have a generation, we have a generation to reach for Jesus. Amen. 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 Where was Thank I? You. Praise Amen. God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, yeah, what I was saying was this. Praise God. I hope that that uh, you know we're able to help. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. I said, no matter what the enemy tells you, the sickness that He's been plaguing you with cannot last forever. Amen. Amen. It cannot last forever. The shift between what the enemy says and you coming out is this evening, very simple word that I came to preach. Time is running out on me. That God has laid health on you. Amen. God has laid health on me, health and healing. And he has cured me. Amen. Ah, God has led health on us and healed us. He has cured us of every infirmity. There's no infirmity that can stand against the word of God. I say, in the name of Jesus, God has cured you. You are cured. You are healed. We are healed. We are cured because this Amen. is what God is saying for this hour. He has led health on us. He has healed us. He has cured us. And he says, I reveal to you and cause you to experience the abundance of peace, wholeness, soundness, prosperity, stability, and truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I was going to read the, you know, the, the, the home and study Bible so that we can see, uh, you know, the, uh, what it says there. You know, home and study Bible says, it causes us to experience abundance of peace. You experience it, not just hear about it, but what you experience it. You experience it, not just hear it. Because hearing is one thing. Experiencing is another thing. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I say it this way. Lord, I thank you for you have laid on me health and healing. You have cured me and revealed to me and caused me to experience abundance of peace, abundance of prosperity, of soundness and wholeness and truth. You open my eyes to your truth so that I can walk in it. Hallelujah. 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 Time has run out of me. If we're finished writing, I want us to say this after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the health and healing that you have laid upon me right now. I receive cure for every infirmity, every ailment in my body. I receive cure, your cure for every sickness, every disease the enemy has attacked my body with. And I thank you, Lord. I begin to experience, as you reveal to me, abundance of peace, soundness, wholeness of body, prosperity in every area of my life, stability, and truth. Lord, I thank you. With long life, you've satisfied me and showed me your salvation. I will live long and finish strong. In the name of Jesus. I thank you. You've restored me to health and healed my wounds. You have reversed my captivity and taken me back to soundness of health that I had before the enemy attacked me. In the name of Jesus. You know, in Isaiah 38, Hezekiah cried when Isaiah told him that he was going to die. The Lord said, tell Hezekiah, I've caused the sun, you know, to go back 10 degrees on the sundial of Ahaz. Translation, I have restored you back to your health that you had before you were sick. Amen. God, my father, your father, has restored you, has restored me, has restored us back to health back to where we were yes. in good health before the enemy attacked us. Amen. Lift up your hand and begin to thank, thank him right now. Lord, I thank you. I pray. I thank you restored me to health. You restored me to health. Back to where I was. Hallelujah. Back to where we were. You restored us to health. Back to where we were before the enemy attacked us. I thank you, Lord God Almighty. We receive our soundness, soundness of health, soundness Body and mind, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for you. We receive the healing and the health and healing and cure that you've ministered to us this, this, this night. Rebab, I speak to I thank you. I speak to every cell, I speak to every organ, I speak to every tissue, I speak to every system in our bodies. 
In the name of Jesus, I command you to function right. I command you to function right. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your glory. I praise you. I praise you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, I speak wholeness over you. I speak wholeness over you, Nancy. I speak wholeness over that food. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for healings that have taken place this night. I thank you for healings that have taken place this night. Lift up your voice and thank him for it. I praise your name. I worship you. Mama Sekena Masekara Basaka. I bless your name, Lord God. I bless your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. No God like you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mama Sekena Masaka. Prenemo Kondorebo Sekara Bakina Makanda. Merebo Korobo Sekara Bakina Makanda Lama Korobo Seke. Mama Sekena Makorobo Sekara Bakina Makanda. Yemma Sekenda Rebo Korobo Sekara Bakina Makanda. Ah, we praise you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Listen. The enemy says it's been long. But God says he's healed you. Amen. You've been kind of condition over the years. God says I've healed you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I thank you. Thank you it is so. It is so. It is so. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Father, we just say thank you. All we're saying is thank you, Lord. All we're saying is, Father, thank you. All we're saying is, Jesus, thank you. There's no God like you, Father. We thank you because you are the covenant-keeping God. I thank you for bringing to pass every word spoken over our lives. Yes, Lord, we receive this day and we're wrong with it. I thank you for the testimony you put in our mouth. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for sending your mighty Holy Spirit to indwell us. Thank you for ministering your life to us this night. Holy Spirit, we reverence you. Lord, we say thank you. Father, we worship you. In the name of Jesus, we bless your name, Lord. We say be glorified, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. So in the name of Jesus, I pray and apply blood just over each and every one of us. Over each and every one of our children, our loved ones, far and near. Grandchildren, we pray and apply the blood of Jesus. Amen. Over our homes, our workplaces, we call with the blood of Jesus. Our cars, everything we use, we call with the blood of Jesus. Amen. I thank you. The bloodline surrounds us, separation from, from every force of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us. Amen. The Lord bless us and be gracious unto us. Amen. The Lord lift us, and give us his peace now and forever in Jesus' name. Amen.